where nobody knows your name is not filmed in front of a live audience. Welcome to uh, When Nobody Knows Your Name. I'm John. And I'm James. And this is episode eight, nearly at that milestone of ten. It's been two months since we started. Yeah. Crazy when you think about it. So the episode, Truce or Consequences, quite a nice episode. Really explores the Carla-Diane relationship. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's definitely something that the writing definitely explored in this one. Let's take ourselves back to 18th of November, 1982. It's the evening. We're setting down. Cheers is on. Let's hear the facts. Directed by James Burroughs and written by Ken and Dave again. Ken Levine, David Isaac. They were so good. They're back for their third script. They were just knocking them out one after the other, weren't they? This is a, a really nice one, which is intimate one about Diane and Carla and their relationship. It's about putting them against each other to see see what happens, I guess. I think that's the main thing. It's a really sort of character-led episode. Mm. Well, the conflict arises early on when mm. Sam says, you guys do something about this, or I'm going to think about some personnel changes around here. Correct yeah, starts off the plot that if they don't start working together better, then they may no longer work at Cheers. And they decide they're going to stay behind and sort it out after work. Come on, what could happen, huh? Oh, nothing, nothing. Two women left alone who hate each other in a room filled with glass and alcohol. Silly. But Carla makes uh, her famous drink. It was invented as car battery or some other industrial. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it moving so that the fumes don't burn through the ceiling. So after having a few swigs of what we can only assume is a very strong drink, Diane lets her guard down a bit and her and Carla have quite a nice a heart chat, to heart. A heart to heart. Yeah, and Carla tells Diane a story about her son, Gino. And how um, Sam is the father. Yeah, that's what Carla tells Diane. This is surprising was, for us. I was shocked. This was a really heavy story. Yeah, how did you feel upon that uh, revelation, I suppose? It was a very shocking revelation. It made sense in terms of everything we've seen so far. I mean... It was undercut by the fact it was a lie. Spoiler. <laughs> Which we find out yeah. at the end of that scene when uh, Sam comes back into the bar. Did you straighten everything out, the two of you? Oh, yeah, you know, it was great. She got sickening, and I told the biggest lie I could think of, and she started to sing. But it's a, it was about a test of trust, I guess, but also an approach that it was pointless to try and be friends. When you were watching that scene and Carla told Diane that Gina was Sam's son, first time you watched this episode, did you believe? Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, I was of the same feeling that I genuinely believe that because we're only eight episodes in. Yeah. We don't know the characters' history with each other and I was taken but aback. It did lean into what we did know. We knew yeah. Sam was an alcoholic. We knew that Carla was there at that point. So yeah, a lot of it was about a test of trust and to see how Diane would react the next day. She couldn't keep her mouth shut. No. Very sort of testing of Sam. When Carla shouted at some customers and Sam took her aside to reprimand her in some way, mm. Diane then told Sam off. And then also she was quizzing him about her children as well. And then of course she slips it with Coach and just says, How much suffering does the poor woman have to do? She's raising four children, not to mention that one of them is Sam's. One of Carla's kids is Sam's kid? No. Do- no, I didn't say that. <laughs> Wait a minute, let's, let me figure this out now. Wait, uh, uh, Sam knows Carla five years, right? And Carla's youngest kid, Gino, is seven and a half. But that's it. That, it works out. <laughs> Wait a minute. Gino is seven and a half years old? Yeah. And Sam and Carla have only known each other five years? Right, but who would ever figure that Gino was Sam's kid? <laughs> She lied. She deliberately lied. You mean that Gino's not Sam's kid? <laughs> no. Holy mackerel, this is going to break Sam's heart when he hears this. 
I think it was a really sort of clever scenario to build with the characters. Diane is obviously really annoyed by the fact that she thought they had a really nice heart-to-heart, but she realised she was kind of taken advantage of and was played. And then again, they go into the spare office room and have a discussion. But I think ultimately that allows them to become friends because she's able to see the comical side of it. And I guess Carla also sees the other side of it. That whole scene is very harsh on Gino. Heavily implies that he's really ugly. Well, Gino. But what I did find interesting is as an audience, we never saw the photo. I assume because of casting. Great thing about this episode, there wasn't many guest actors. Jack Knight reappears as Jack for his second episode. But what James Burroughs said about Cheers was that he wanted to bring radio back to television. And what he meant by this was that he wanted to concentrate on writing great dialogue so that if you were hearing Cheers, you'd still laugh and you'd still understand it. And this is a great example of that. And there's a few physical jokes, but a lot of it is verbal. Never see the picture of Gino. One thing which I don't know whether you noticed this in the dialogue, Carla and Diane's insults to each other kind of veered into racism. There's tinges of that. Diane, when drunk, called Carla her gumba, which is a term for an Italian woman. Mm. Phrases like vermicelli in her teeth. Carla calls Diane whitey. But also, um, Diane says about Carla's hair as well. Brillo pad. Brillo pad. Which, yeah, it's uncomfortable. Ultimately, they are resolved in the end. But yeah, there's a lot of back and forth there. And I think sometimes we've seen in other episodes as well where people come in and be quite brash about how they're describing people or talking about situations. And I think it's a little bit of that. Obviously, it's dated, but it's about that bar mentality of the time. It was odd seeing Diane, who's usually quite reserved, and she's one of the less aggressive characters, coming up with such remarks. That's how they ended up in fights. Yeah. Can you hear that, James? I think there's someone at the door, John. Might be the mailman. It's trivia mail time. Look at all these lovely letters we've got, James. Oh. Well, they're trivia questions, I, then. I'll read one out to you, shall I? How long have Carla and Sam known each other? Got the same question for you in my pile of questions. Have you actually? Yeah. So, five years. <laughs> How old is Gino... When this episode aired. Seven and a half. That is correct, John. Mighty good job. I had that written in my notes for the question I asked ah. you. Do you have any uh, more questions? I do have a question. Mm. Hopefully you don't have the same one. What's Sam's tip to avoid hangovers? Drink less. That's, that's, uh, yeah, you get that. <laughs> Norm mentions it is his wedding anniversary. How long has he been married? It was ten years. It was ten years. And they were going to go for pizza because it means they'd be done by ten and he could go back to chip. Right? That's it, exactly, yeah. yes. Carla's famous drink, Leap into an Open Grave. What's in it, James? Rum and shame. Rum and shame, <laughs> close. <laughs> Actually, everything but, I think. The recipe I've got is mm. a fan one. So I'll read it out. I don't recommend having it because it seems very strong. One shot of vodka. Two shots Hernod. Perno. One shot Baileys. One shot poutine. Pineapple juice. And a dash of mint. Anything else? I was watching the episode. So this is why I don't think it's real. Yeah. Because she definitely puts an egg in it. <laughs> <laughs> So I just added egg to it. <laughs> an egg, I guess. So all of that and an egg. Do you think you could drink that? I don't know what poutine is. I like Bailey's. Poutine is an alcohol made typically from potatoes, like vodka. Did I ever tell you about when I was walking to work one morning and there's this guy on a bench somewhere who's was just loudly shouting things he liked. He went, I like pies. <laughs> I like after eights. I like... Chips. <laughs> was this around Christmas? No, I think it was 
February. But wait, 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 wait. You, didn't, you didn't say Bailey's in his. No, but I was saying I like Bailey's, and that reminded me of this oh. guy. It was it was fascinating. Uh, well, it sounds horrendous. Maybe he was just being really passive aggressive and just asking for things. Well, that's what it sounds like. Jeez. Got any more letters there, James? What one? A double pointer question. A double pointer. Mm. What do Diane and Carla have in common, according to Diane? They're both women. That's true. They both work at Cheers. That's the two things that Diane says they have in common. Double points for John. So how would we sum this episode up? A lot of alcohol. A lot of alcohol. New friendships. Truce or consequences, which... Do you choose from? Truce. So what are we saying, James? Leap into an open grave? Yeah. Leap into an open grave. Get yourself a shot of vodka, perno, Bailey's. Protein, the potato-based alcohol. I have pineapple juice. A dash of mint egg. Make sure to blend. And make sure to move the glass around so you don't burn a hole in the ceiling. This has been uh, James and John. You've been listening to... Where nobody knows your name. Good night.